History will be made in 2023 when Oceania plays host to football's FIFA Women's World Cup for the very first time. But will there be another first? Can a Pacific Island team make it to the biggest stage in the world game? Australia and New Zealand are co-hosting the tournament and OFC Women's Football Development Officer Emma Evans believes hosting the event down under will be a game changer for women's football in New Zealand and the wider Pacific. In terms of inspiring and empowering, you know, young girls, they'll they'll see it, they'll feel it, they'll know how big of a deal it is and and how great football is. And that that's the beauty of it. It's the the traction that this playoff tournament and the World Cup will will bring and will cause is it's hard to even describe at this point, but the whole Oceania region is, is so excited and it's really for us as OFC, how can we make sure that the playoff tournament and the World Cup leaves a lasting legacy through the entire Pacific and, and that will be our big focus. New Zealand are the reigning Oceania champions and they've qualified automatically as World Cup hosts alongside Australia. The Football Ferns have represented OFC at the last four World Cups and are ranked 22nd in the world. But despite the tournament being expanded from 24 to 32 teams, Oceania has not been awarded a second qualifying berth for their World Cup in two years. This time, the OFC Women's Nations Cup winner will compete against nine other teams from the likes of Europe, Asia and South America for the final three qualifying spots. Papua New Guinea, the next best-ranked side in Oceania, at 47 in the world and have finished runners-up to New Zealand in three of the past four Oceania tournaments. PNG Women's Football Development Officer Margaret Acker says the road to the World Cup remains a steep uphill battle for Pacific Island countries. It's not getting any easier when you win the if you win the Nations Cup, it gets harder because uh, with the ten team competition, it's not from the region itself; it's outside. You, we have teams from outside our region, and so it gets harder. I believe that you know if we want to prepare for that, we need to walk um, the Asian countries because they will be featuring in that tournament. Um, South America, which I believe impossible at this stage because of COVID, but it would be good to get a few hard games outside of our region to be able to experience that level of football. COVID-19 hasn't exactly helped things, with most Pacific countries not having played a competitive match since the Pacific Games in Samoa two years ago. Former Crystal Palace and Wellington Phoenix striker Paul Eiffel was appointed coach of the Samoa women's team back in February, but has been unable to travel there from New Zealand because of COVID-19 border restrictions. Samoa are unlikely World Cup contenders at 109 in the world rankings, but that didn't stop the Barbados International from dreaming when he spoke to RNZ earlier this year. For any island nation to be able to get to that stage and, and be within, you know, spin distance of a World Cup is is something pretty special. And if you get a Pacific nation to a World Cup, it's, it's life-changing for all the people involved. So it's a massive thing for for me as a coach and a massive thing for the country. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to taking up that challenge. Back to PNG and Margaret Acker says funding is available from both Oceania Football and FIFA and that teams are desperately waiting for the borders to open so they can go out into the world and test themselves against other countries and regions. I don't mind going to Australia and getting built at whatever nil and then come back and building from there because that's the only way we can learn. If we just do things domestically, it doesn't help. We need to know what's outside of where we are. We need to know what level of football other people are playing outside of our countries. In that way, we can push ourselves. We can work hard to, to get to that level at some stage. If we're going to look at things domestically, uh, we're not getting anywhere. And especially in our region, um, the islands, we need to start looking at going to competitions outside or having friendlies outside of our region.
Emma Evans admits it's both a daunting and exciting prospect for the Pacific's top teams. You know, having the potential to play still in a world-class tournament um, as that qualifying 10-team tournament is a massive opportunity. And I think we forget that we are still such a young footballing nation, you know. So to have now that stepping stone to the World Cup and where these players and, and coaches are exposed to international football at that level um, is going to be incredible. And of course, we would love to see an OFC team make that kind of those final spots to then get through to the World Cup. But if they don't, I think there's still so much that they'll take away from that tournament, the exposure to football at that level, um, the fans, but you know, just the level that they'll be playing at will be a step up from what they've seen currently within the Pacific. So I think there'll be there'll be so many positives to take away from that. But of course, we hope to see a, a second OFC team at the World Cup, especially given that it's on this side of the world. So the question is, is it possible? Is it realistic for a Pacific Island nation to take on the world and win? A Pacific Island nation in two years. Yes, it's possible. Most of the countries in the region, especially the islands, we are doing shortcuts at the moment. Uh, a lot of football is focused in the um, seniors and not junior level. So we need to start thinking about development if we want to go to the World Cup. If, if we're not going to do development, forget about going to the World Cup. It, it won't happen. It will not happen. What makes us think that you know we can just go there and win the tournament and go to the World Cup without no foundation at all? It won't work that way. It will not happen. I think if we leave it till you know the end of the end of the year and we begin work, then it will be too late because we're seeing this momentum build for the women's game. We're seeing what's happening in other regions, and and we need to make sure that these players are in a regular training environment. They have their own individual training plans, and the coaches are in the best possible or have the best possible support wrapped around them. You know, to be able to work with these players. So I think if we if we put everything into it for this year into the Nations Cup and then from the Nations Cup build obviously this team towards this playoff tournament, I have no doubt that they will go there and, and surprise some of these other countries. And so there's the hopes and dreams of Papua New Guinea, of Samoa, of all the countries in the Pacific, Salah Jane, and I guess now the countdown is on. OFC Women's Nation Cup is in June and July, COVID willing.